Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Going Rounds podcast. I'm back and by myself today. Uh, haven't done a solo one in a while. I've had a lot of guests, and uh, sorry, I gotta fix my headphones here. Um, had some guests, and it's been it's been fun, man. It's been fun having guests. Uh, appreciate the guys for hanging out and talking with me. It's always good to have somebody to bounce stuff off of and talk to especially if they're actually into MMA. So everyone that I've had on has shown interest in, well, Patrick's a returning guest and he's always good to talk to. So that's always fun. Uh, So shout out to Patrick and DJ Tommy and Christo. Appreciate you guys uh, being on and uh, look forward to having you back sometime. Um, Yeah, not a whole lot going on here. It's been a crazy few weeks. Um, As you can see, I got my background set up a little different. Just added a couple things here and there, you know. It's going to be ever-changing because I always have something else new <laughs> that I want to do. So it's cool, though. I hope everybody likes it. I hope it looks good. You know, there might be some tweaks that need to happen, but I did it a little quick and wanted to get it up and running for tonight so everyone can check it out. Also, if uh, you noticed um, during the intro... I actually changed that up a little bit as well as far as visually goes, um, or the visuals. <laughs> there I go, messing up words again already. But uh, yeah, shout out to DJ Tommy for making that um, little graphic for me. Uh, it's cool. It, it's uh, it's animated and stuff. It kind of goes a little better with everything else in the intro there that I've made. Um, so, you know, again, everything's ever changing. I'm always going to change stuff up. But that's kind of why I wanted to get that flag up there, too, because I made that a while back and just waiting for it to come in. And, you know, I still got that uh, that main logo up there. It's still on all my social media and stuff, too. I just thought that for the intro, that uh, the little animated graphic was better, I I thought. And he actually had some music with it, too. But, you know, I got to keep that intro song going. That's something I might not change for a while because... Maybe it's because I do so much with the podcast, but I I have that song in my head a lot. That that little beginning part is just in my head a bunch. So uh, it's just something that I like a lot. That's I mean, that's what caught me initially with that song. And I was like, you know, checking on other songs and stuff, trying to figure out something that I could actually use that I liked and that sounded good. And, you know, that's not really my typical not really my typical style like the way that song is but man i like it a lot and yeah i i don't know hopefully you guys like it too i i I think it's catchy i think it's cool good beat you know when the beat drops after the little bit of a beginning i don't know i just like it stay stuck in my head maybe i'm biased because obviously it's mine for my podcast but i like it it's cool um anyway uh yeah so also uh I wanted to what else did I want to do? Well first here's to everyone watching. Thank you for being here. If you're watching me live and if you see this later, thanks for checking it out. Um I wanted to oh I should probably show this. Ooh, that might be hard to see. Well it says Biggie. I got some nice customized glasses from one of my daughters and my other daughter got me that cart. Back there, holds all my whiskey stuff. I like to make old fashions. That's my drink of choice. And I I make them at home. I order them when I'm out. It's my thing. I'm sure everyone knows that by now, if you know me. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, so shout out to my kids for good birthday gifts. Uh, that's something that's happened recently. You know, had a birthday pass a couple weeks ago. Was my wife gave me a trip to Vegas and and a really good time. We had a good time out there. Um, that was my gift from her, which was badass gift. I mean, hanging out in Vegas, lots of good drinks, lots of good food, and uh, yeah, just good times in general. So that's cool. So my birthday pass and all that got some cool stuff. Got all my background going. So and we're here now, episode eleven. That's pretty crazy. You know, last week was double digits with uh, Patrick and my my favorite number, number ten. So. That was a good one. We went nice and long. It was cool. Uh, if you watched it, uh, thank you. Because, yeah, it was a good one. I liked it a lot. If you haven't seen it yet, maybe check it out. I know those fights are over with and stuff. That's the only bad part about doing a podcast that has to do with, you know, kind of current stuff. Because I'm always doing it the week before the fights. I may recap the fights from the week before, which I am going to do tonight. Because those fights last weekend were really good. But, uh you know, I'm usually previewing the next fights for the upcoming weekend. So, you know, if you have to, if you go back and listen, hopefully you still do just to check out my content and kind of get a, you know, support the podcast and see what I had to say or whatnot. Maybe if you watch the fights and didn't see it beforehand, you can kind of see what stuff me or me and my guests were talking about and, you know, critique it or something. Maybe see how, how accurate we were, maybe inaccurate, maybe, but you know, MMA and fighting in general, like combat sports in general, they're a tough sport to be 100% accurate about because a guy can have an off night and things go awry. So anyway, uh, yeah. Also, I wanted to just uh, kind of point out, you know, I always said I got some crazy shirts that I'm going to be wearing and whatnot. And this is one of my favorites. I don't know if you can see that. Get out of the way of the mic. Anyway, you know, my my style is always kind of black or dark colored shirts so as you could tell that's what I got on but you know the graphics are colorful so that's a bit of a change for me I don't usually go with the crazy coloring as far as all the different colors and brightness but these shirts are dope I just wanted to point that out because I haven't done it yet you know 10 I pointed out my shirt maybe the first couple but I didn't really say much about it these these shirts are from into the am uh I found it on Facebook. No, no, no. I found it on Instagram, an Instagram ad. And I was like, hey, those are pretty dope shirts. I went and looked around. I saw they had a lot of cool designs um, right up my alley. I, I like them all. And so I started ordering them. I've got a bunch now. I figured they're good for the podcast too. Eye-catching, you know, something good to look at, not just a plain shirt all the time. And uh, a lot of my MMA shirts are old. And... Yeah, you know, it's I'm talking about MMA. I got MMA stuff behind me, so change it up a little with the shirts. Typical stuff normally, people wearing MMA, UFC shirts, or, you know, any anything like that. But I'll mix them in here and there. But these are some of my favorite shirts. They fit well. They're very good quality. Um, no, I'm not sponsored. <laughs> I'm just saying because you probably always see me wearing them. They're just some of my favorite shirts right now. Just like I talked about my hats before, always wearing my team. Back to the Braves hat. I had the Colts on last week, but man, my Colts are disappointing the hell out of me right now. And sometimes you just got to go with the hat that matches the shirt better. So that's what I did. Uh, anyway, into the AM. This is a 
you know, cool shirts, good quality. They fit well, very nice designs. They hold up good. And, you know, just something I wanted to mention just to, you know, give a shout out because I like them a lot. And so I like to make sure it's known. I always tell people about stuff that I like a lot and companies that do well with uh, their merchandise and whatnot. So into the AM, you can find it. I'm sure if you just, you know, search for it, you'll find it quickly and you'll see all the crazy designs they have. They're pretty cool. And I like them a lot. I'm sure I'll buy more. <laughs> uh, Got to keep it fresh for the podcast. You know, I'll, I'll wear them over and over again, I'm sure. But I have so many right now. You're not going to see them doubled up within a month, probably. <laughs> but I like them a lot. They're cool. So anyway, shout out to Into the AM. Thanks for making good shit because I like it a lot. Um, But yeah, moving on. Um, Let's see. Let's just uh, let's get started with, you know. Let's do a little recap of last week's fights because they were they were good. They held up to the hype, that's for sure. UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi, daytime fight card, kind of different than usual, you know. Don't get the nighttime stuff happening. We usually have people over, hanging out, having a good time. Still had a couple people over, but I just did a little barbecue. I actually woke up really, really early, 5 o'clock a.m., and I put I threw some ribs on the grill or on the smoker and I was smoking them. That's why I got up so early because, you know, you got to kind of have those smoking for a while so you can get them nice and smoke filled flavor and everything else. So it was a good time. I still got some sleep in between before the fight started. But uh, yeah, I got the ribs going, was ready up, ready to go. And yeah, I was ready for these fights. I didn't get through every single prelim fight, but I did watch some of them. The prelims were pretty good. But, man, that main card held up for sure. You know, Bilal Muhammad versus Tom Brady. Tom Brady was being touted as... He was he was favored, I think. Yeah, he was favored. And, uh, yeah, everybody was touting him to, to, to win this fight and, and be dominant in this fight i should say but Bilal muhammad he did his thing and he he just worked the shit out of brady brady usually takes people down and and you know dominates there but Bilal didn't let him take him down he had good takedown defense and he he pieced him up with the striking so it was it was pretty exciting because you know that was the main fight on the prelim on the uh, on the prelim card and right before the pay-per-view and it held up. It was a good one. They made a good choice there. I was saying it should have been on the main card. But, you know, they strategically put it on the prelim uh, main event. So that was a good choice, I guess so, because that was a damn good fight. Uh, big ups to Mohammed for that win. It was a good one. Uh, Darius and Gamrot. Um, Darius, same thing. Super dominant. Uh, he came in blazing. Just strikes... Great strikes, great takedowns, everything. Gamrot didn't really have much for him. And Darius is kind of one of those dudes that's quietly in the lurks for being a number one contender. But I don't know, man. He always holds himself up like the wrong way, kind of. I Like, why the fuck would you go and say, I'll fight 10 more fights if I have to to get to the title? Like, they're going to make you do that, bro. Like, what are you doing? That's not the right way to approach it. You need to be loud. You need to speak up. 
And, you know, you don't have to be outlandish and shit, but you definitely need to say what needs to happen next. And what needs to happen next for you is getting that title shot or a number one contender fight because he's he's been on a pretty big win streak. He's been around for a long time. He's been in the upper, you know, top 10, top five. He's been fighting everybody. And he's out there just saying, oh, I'll fight 10 more if I have to. Like, come on, bro. Fucking... Are, you want to do this forever and never get that title shot or do you want that title shot get hungry man right i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i mean that's a lot of the chatter i heard too and i was like i don't know why the fuck he wouldn't go out there and push for that number one contender fight or the damn or the damn uh title fight because i mean it's kind of up in the air so yeah this was like a mini little tournament here uh because you got the lightweights and the bantamweights, there's, you know, two fights for each. And yeah, it, that, that's Darius should have been pushing for that fight, but he didn't. So it is what it is. And I'm sure he's going to be back in the queue waiting because, you know, we had these other fights going on. There's a lot of guys at the at lightweight. I'm sorry. He's not lightweight. He's welterweight. Yes. I don't know why I was thinking that because I'm looking at the rest of the card here and it's all lightweight and bantamweight. Uh, no, no, Muhammad's the one in welterweight. Damn it, I always get these mixed up because Bilal Muhammad and Benil Dariush on the same card, they don't look alike, but for some reason I get them mixed up all the time. Too many damn fighters, you know? There's like upwards of 500 plus fighters on the UFC roster. And so, yeah, there's a lot, there's a ton of guys. And then trying to keep up with the top guys all the time is tough. But that's what I like to do. So <laughs> I can't keep it all straight all the time. But it is what it is. And I do my thing anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, Jan versus O'Malley. Kind of controversial. You know. Uh, oh my God, I did it again. <laughs> oh man, I did it again. Yeah, so you're not going to see this live. Because I didn't change it from private to public again that's great i'm pretty sure this is not live so whatever okay it, it, it's my you know i make sure everything is good when i am doing the podcast with a when i'm doing the podcast with a guest because i really want everything to go great and and to be you know like flawless and then I start off again on my own, and it, and it's not live. What a dipshit. It's okay. Whatever. You're going to see this later. Here we go. Um, hope you enjoy it. Man, these are those little things that I hate. Back to it, though. Jan versus O'Malley. We're still going to do the damn thing here, so here we go. Uh, Jan versus O'Malley, kind of controversial because... I'm just messing with my second screen here. <laughs> uh, kind of controversial because... Man, the first round was very, very, like, uh, very close. And I think O'Malley just edged it out because he did a lot of damage to Jan right away in the first round. And Jan looked like he was trying not to start slow like he usually does, but he still kind of did. So, you know, it, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, Jan definitively uh, won that second round. And then the third round, I'm pretty sure... O'Malley won that definitively, definitively as well, and he did a lot of damage to to Jan. So, 
O'Malley got the win. He looked like he was surprised by that. He wasn't happy with his performance. He said when he went back and watched it that he definitely won. I've heard a lot of back and forth on all of it. I think he edged it out for sure, especially after watching it a second time. Uh, so yeah, big ups to O'Malley, man. That took him from 11 to number one in the rankings. Like, shit, I didn't think that was gonna happen. I think I said he'd probably be like three or four. Um, I thought they would split the difference and instead they just it just catapulted into the number one contender So will they give him the next title fight though? Mm, I don't know. There's a lot of talks because he didn't win in dramatic fashion, so It's all good. I, I'm, I'm happy for him. I think he did well and I think it was a damn good fight. So um, Moving on to the first title fight of that night Sterling versus Dillashaw. Sterling came out with that win. He retained the belt. Um, not for anything. I mean, he was dominant for sure. And not using it as an excuse for Dillashaw. But Dillashaw, his shoulder came out right away in the first round. And apparently he had been dealing with this for months. Um, or weeks at least. But uh, he said he came out a bunch of times in training and stuff. But in sparring leading up to the fight... He said it was fine. It felt strong. So, um, yeah, but it came out right away between rounds. They thought they got it in back in place. Um, he mentioned it to the ref. So he told him, you know, don't stop the fight. I'll, I'll work through it. They let him go. I'm surprised. But yeah, he couldn't he couldn't pull it off. Sterling dominated him. He just a barrage of punches. And, you know, he got on his took his back, um, got on him, stayed on him and that was it you know that's how it worked for him so sterling retained the belt and still and there it goes you know on to the next dillashaw's got to have surgery on his shoulder so uh i guess he's gonna be out for like up to a year or they said more than likely at least a year which sucks because you know he's up there in age for fighting and this is, might be his last title shot so Unless he comes back like Dominic Cruz did after all those injuries and just dominates right away. But, I mean, he's had two fights in, like, almost three years. And in both those fights, he had uh, injuries that needed surgery. So, I think his body's kind of failing him. He trains super, super hard, and he's a really high-paced fighter. So, I'm not surprised, but it just sucks to see. But anyway, um, good job, Sterling, on getting that win. He made the best of it and and took the belt, you know, definitively, and that's good. So, Olivera Makachev, it was a good fight. Uh, Makachev came out with the win. He's the new lightweight champion. Um, you know, it was a vacant belt. They were fighting for the vacant belt, but uh, yeah, Olivera looked decent, but he didn't have an answer for Makachev and. You know, when he, he got rocked, and he always does. Oliveira always gets rocked in every fight. But, uh, yeah, he he got rocked, and he, you know, couldn't couldn't stick couldn't stick with it. I don't, I'm getting lost in my words here. I'm so bummed that I didn't go live. I'm, I did it again. I said I would never happen again, and, and I got sidetracked because stuff, there's always problems, always problems. But... Anyway, who cares? Uh, yeah, so Makachev gets that win, makes his uh, his uh, mentor Khabib very happy. 
Khabib was like almost more happy than he was when he won the title. And he Khabib always said that Makachev was getting the title next when he was gone, and he wasn't lying. So that was a it was a really good fight, and I thought the whole card held up great. And it was uh, the main card was a bunch of great fights. So even uh, Chukagan, wow, well, Chukagan versus uh, Ferro wasn't great, um, but it wasn't the most boring thing. I always forget about that fight because it was mixed in all this, and it's not even on the poster. So yeah, uh, Ferro got the win, but it wasn't. She didn't live up to her name, the Beast. She, I mean, she she gave some good shots to Chikagian, but Chikagian is good at taking those shots, I guess, um, to say the least. You know, she, she gives them, she takes them. But uh, for some reason, Juro looked a little timid and looked like she didn't, uh, she wasn't herself, kind of. But she still came out with the win. So, yep, that's how it goes. Um, anyway, UFC 280 in the books. It was a good one. I enjoyed it uh daytime card you know not my favorite but hey we got a good barbecue in got some good food going um smoking some ribs i made some salmon good times uh had some friends and had some drinks yeah not a bad day um with the with the fights being over with fairly early you know got the rest of the day to do whatever you want got the night to do whatever you want so not too bad great abu dhabi card um yeah moving on I gotta forget about this uh, little blunder I had here. It's so annoying. It's annoying me. <laughs> anyway, let's get into something else that's pretty exciting. Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Who saw this coming before it got booked, huh? Um, it was out there. It was a possibility because of Jake Paul and everything that he's been doing. But I didn't think it was actually gonna come together. And it has, and it's stayed together. So... There's a few little things here and there going on throughout the week that were a bit worrisome. Um, Anderson Silva mentioned he got he said he got knocked out in sparring twice leading up to the this week. Apparently that wasn't 100% true. Or he said it and he shouldn't have said it and they're covering up. <laughs> they're saying that he just misspoke. His his manager came out and said he misspoke and it's the language thing. It's weird. Anderson talks really good English well, sometimes. And then sometimes I feel like he might play kind of dumb or something. And he just kind of plays it off, especially when it's something that he doesn't want to talk about or doesn't feel the need to, you know, doesn't feel the need to answer questions about or something. So that's when he gets weird and he starts in with the accent real thick and um, kind of acts like he's not understanding fully. So I don't know. Who knows? But he's been around for a long time and his English has gotten way better. So that's what he said. And then there was talks about the, the Arizona Commission coming together and having an emergency meeting about whether or not they were going to sanction the fight because of that. Then they they cleared it up in, in the media and stuff, and it seems like that all went away. So as of right now, the fight's still on, which is good. They had open workouts. Um, Jake Paul came in on a freaking horse. I... I don't know. I didn't look too in, too much into it. I don't know why the hell he came in in a horse. Like he's in his shorts and his and a shirt and his hands are wrapped, ready to do his, you know, his workouts in front of the media and stuff. But he comes in in a horse. I don't get it. It's weird. It is what it is, though. I guess it's just Jake Paul being Jake Paul. 
And then there's like a huge robot behind him. Looks like that like Monday Night Football big robot thing that you see in the, the used to see. I don't I don't think it's still there anymore. But on Fox they used to have that. Anyway, yeah, I don't know what the purpose of the robot was. It's just a weird, weird thing. But um, the workouts look pretty good. I mean, Jake Paul looked like Jake Paul, and Anderson Silva looked like himself as well. So, you know, this this could be great. Um, starting off with Silva though. Silva, we're used to him doing stuff like this. You know, front kicks to the face, knocking people out with one shot. I mean, that's what we're used to seeing him do, right? Well, he's picked up boxing. And he's kind of got a lot of the same bad habits that he used to have in MMA. Which, if you remember, the uh, unfortunate knockout that uh chris weidman had on him so if you remember right before this anderson was doing his hands down chin out you know head head movement uh kind of taunting weidman and you know weidman came at him with a, a big combination of punches and silva you know did what he normally does as well and acted like he's in the matrix he's slipping the punches still doesn't put his hands up and then he gets caught at the end like this and that and then he got knocked out to lose his title in a big upset against chris weidman now don't do that please don't do that silva because jake paul has some power and if you leave it open like that to him then uh you are gonna give him the opportunity to you know do something like this and knock you out and your chin is a little suspect after all those M- you know mma fights at the end where you kind of got knocked out so i hope this doesn't happen again but he is anderson silva and he does do things like this where he comes back and knocks out Tito Ortiz in a in a boxing match obviously Tito face down kind of makes me happy because Tito's kind of a dick in my opinion I'm sorry I don't know if you like Tito Ortiz I'm sorry I kind of think Tito's a dick and it makes me laugh because he talks a lot of shit and he talked a lot of shit going into this and this is what happened so yeah, Anderson Silva has some boxing skills for sure. And he also fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And he beat him. You know, he was pretty dominant in that too. So beating the son of a legend with the skills that he has, you know, it, it's a great thing. And I'm hoping that he uses that or utilizes that against Jake Paul because I would love to see him sleep Jake Paul like he did to Tito here. But uh, also against Cesar Chavez Jr. He was doing the hands down, chin out thing. And unfortunately, you know, it looked like him back in the day. And I I just don't want him to do that. I feel like that's a mistake. I want him to be nice and tight and and a good clean boxer like I know he can be. Because, you know, Jake Paul has done some shit like this. That's a nasty knockout against Tyron Woodley. Now, Yes, that's an MMA fighter. Yes, he's not a professional boxer. But, and they did fight once before this. This was a a last, you know, 
this was a last minute fight um for tyron woodley because uh fury tommy fury i always want to say tyson because you know tyson fury but he's tyson fury's brother tommy fury was supposed to fight jake paul and some shit happened and it got canceled and to save the card because there's other boxers relying on his on the card you know uh jake paul called up tyron woodley and he they agreed to fight again and jake paul knocked him the fuck out as you can see that's that's a nasty knockout that's a clean knockout um i saw a breakdown video of it uh yesterday and they broke it down to the feint that he threw that opened up woodley woodley dropped his left hand and left that shot wide open and from a different angle they broke it down and you could see it clearly and yeah i mean jake paul took advantage and it was good so uh and i mean this was his last yeah this was his la very last fight because he was supposed to fight Hasim rockman jr and then that got canceled because rockman couldn't make the weight blah 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 but uh jake paul's fought like other youtubers he fought nate robinson who is a nba player what do i have on my shirt um he fought an nba player and uh that dude had some skills but not enough to beat jake paul jake paul just worked him and knocked him out too and then he also knocked out ben Askren, another mma fighter wrestler though doesn't really have a lot of striking skills as you can see it was a pretty nasty knockout though and you know this is something that jake paul can do this one wasn't as clean as tyron this was before tyron woodley so when it comes down to it he's got the skills he's got the power but is it enough against somebody like anderson silva who kind of has that you know like matrix style defense where he'll slip punches left and right he did it in mma and he's done it in boxing so I'm hoping that he takes advantage of those skills and use them wisely so that he can have a good fight against Jake Paul and hopefully come out with that W. Um, I would hate it if, if Anderson Silva got slept like Askren and Woodley did. I don't, I don't think that he's going to. I think if he loses, it's probably going to be like by decision. Um... But I'm hoping for Silva to get the win just because I got a back MMA. That's my thing. And I just definitely don't want to see him get propped like this. Um, I hope it's a good fight, though. Jake Paul is um, slowly but surely earning my respect a little bit doing stuff like this, even though it's against MMA fighters that I respect and like a lot. So, um, yeah. We'll see what happens. This is going to be a Showtime boxing event, and it's going to be on pay-per-view. So, you know, unless you got somebody that's buying it, you got to buy it yourself or, you know, try to find some highlights after it's over. I'm not sure if I'm buying this one. Um, I have some stuff going on this night. So unless we all decide to get it and watch it while we're doing this Halloween party thing that apparently I'm going to, <laughs> I... I don't know that I'm going to watch it. So I'll be looking out for those highlights and I'll definitely be checking for updates on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Anywhere that brings it up first is where I'll get some updates from. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, 
let's see i think also well we'll go over that well yeah let's move on to the ufc fight card this weekend Kelvin Cater versus Arnold Allen. Um, this one's a regular, regular night, regular time, and it's at the apex. So, you know, not going to be a big crowd in, in there. Uh, they just keep going with these apex cards. I'm not sure if it's ever going to end, but uh, it is what it is. I'm not sure that I like the apex cards, but at the same time, when you're watching it, you hear a lot of things you don't usually hear during the fights. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's the apex. Uh, at least there's fights, I guess. And yeah, man, I'm just having issues right now. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> I'm going to try to fix this problem here. Man, see, I go on by myself. And this is what happens. My music's not playing. I don't go live. But you know what? I deal with it on the fly because I'd rather just keep going and make it happen. I have a lot of distractions today. I don't know where my mind is. But, well, I guess that's why I have a drink, right? Just take a drink, let it go, and keep it moving. Calvin Cater versus Arnold Allen be a pretty decent fight um there's a uh, there's a few notable fights on the card um that i kind of want to start from the bottom and talk about uh dustin jacoby versus khalil roundtree uh this has potential to be a really good fight khalil roundtree is uh, a pretty he's got pretty good strikes i've seen him a lot of big heavy knockouts uh hands and feet actually and then when he's on the ground he's 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 a grinder and he you know a lot of good ground and pound his only problem is he's very inconsistent so uh he he's doesn't have big he doesn't put together big fight like uh big win streaks so that's kind of a problem because he seems to he seems to win big and then lose a lot i guess I mean, maybe that's a stretch. Maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. He usually strings together like two losses and then maybe like two to three wins and then two losses again. Or like two wins, a loss, one win, two losses, something like that. He's just inconsistent. So I like him a lot, though. He's a good dude. Um, he used to weigh like 350 plus pounds or something like that. And now he's a light heavyweight fighter, which is 205. And he's ripped. I mean super ripped so and he's a cool guy <laughs> there was a viral video that went on a few years ago he's on the ground on top of somebody just grinding him out like i said he does and uh in the background you hear somebody screaming get up or i think maybe he was on the bottom i'm not sure somebody's in the background screaming get up you hear a lady <laughs> next thing you know there's a camera right above them too and next thing you know you hear him turn around see him turn around and he goes mom shut up <laughs> apparently his mom's in the crowd telling him to get up and screaming stuff at him and and because he was on in that side of the ring right next to where she was sitting he could just hear her clearly yelling and he's all I, I was distracted it was driving me crazy so i had to tell her to shut up pretty funny <laughs> 
But, uh, oh man, now I'm starting to wonder. Um, but yeah, anyway, Dustin Jacoby, he's not a real big name, real well known, but he's, he's been, he's been in some decent fights and he, uh, yeah, he's trying to gather a few good fights and I think he's going to give Roundtree a good fight and he's going to, man, if he takes advantage of the mistakes that Roundtree makes a lot, then he's going to come out with that win. Fortunately, because, you know, I like Khalil, but Jacoby's kind of more consistent with his skills and, you know, he puts together wins a lot, a lot better than Roundtree does. So... I'm hoping for the best for Roundtree. We'll see what happens. Sometimes I favor I have favorite fighters. Sometimes I just go with them because I know their backstory. Roundtree is one of those guys I know his backstory. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Next we got Tim Means versus uh, blanking on names. Here's the other thing: I actually had stuff up and I lost everything. Because right before I restarted my computer, because everything was kind of out of whack. And it was, it was kind of killing me. So now I'm struggling through it all. And then I was trying to put up my backdrop and my background stuff. And this is what happens when you do everything last minute, but I didn't really have a choice. Work gets in the way. Max, Max Griffin. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm struggling today. But that's all right. I'm just here to do this. I still have fun, even though it drives me crazy when these little things happen. But I still have fun. And it makes me like, oh, it gets me so frustrated because I know I know better. And then I still do these things. It's OK. Uh, Tim Means, his uh, his nickname is Dirty Bird. I really don't know why I wish I did or the Dirty Bird Tim Means. But <laughs> it's hilarious every time I hear it. He's coming off a loss to Kevin Holland, who just uh, fought a, you know, a couple of fight cards ago. Um, before that, he was he was on a three win, uh, three win, three fight win streak. That's what I'm trying to say. See, now I have a bug on my screen that just landed there. Odd. Just weird things happening tonight. I don't get it. Uh. Anyway. Oh man. Let's just let's just get through this. Maybe I need another drink. I got too many distractions. He also fought Mike Perry and won. Lost to Daniel Rodriguez. So, you know, he's fought some names. He's come out with some wins against some of those big names, Tiago Alves. But uh he's a bit inconsistent too. His longest fight uh win streak is uh three fights. And then he's got losses riddled in between. It's like one loss, one win, two losses, one win. Yeah. So he's inconsistent too. And he, I think he had a little layoff for a while there. Fought a few times in 2020. Didn't fight at all in 2021. So, um, but he's coming off a loss to Kevin Holland. And I believe Max Griffin is also coming off a loss. He is to Neil Magny, which that's, I mean, that's a big name. So, you know, it's not a big deal to lose somebody with a name like that. It was a split decision loss as well. So when it comes down to it, not too bad. Um, 
He's got to win against Carlos Condit. Uh, yeah. They fought a lot of the same guys. Tiago Alves, um, Alex Oliveira, and I believe, yep, they both fought and beat Mike Perry. So, they got a lot in common here, and they're finally meeting in the cage to see who's better. I think Max Griffin is a little bit more on his game than uh, Tim Means is at the moment. Um, so, we'll see. Maybe Tim Means is ready to be on the come up and, you know, make up for a lot of those losses. Uh, or his last loss, I should say. So, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Um, now, let's go with the main event. Kelvin Cater versus uh, Arnold Allen. So, this one's interesting because we've got Kelvin Cater, who had an extreme crazy war with Max Holloway a few fights ago. He lost, but it was a bloodbath and a war, and Max Holloway was feeling himself in that fight. He was uh, getting crazy, screaming out to Dana that he was the best boxer in the UFC, but he did piece up Kelvin Cater. But Kelvin Cater's no joke. He's a great fighter, a lot of good skills. Um, good stand-up. He could definitely take a punch because uh, there's about two or three times in that fight where I thought anybody else would have gone down if Max Holloway's beating the crap out of him like he was. His last fight was a loss against Josh Edmett, Um, But he beat Giga... Uh, Giga Chikadze. Um, he's beat Dan Ige, Jeremy Stevens. I mean, he's beat some big names. He lost to Zabit uh, back in 2019. So, you know, that was before he, I think he was really on the come up. His knockout against Chris Fishgold was pretty pretty sick. Uh, so, you know, he's he's got some notable names on that record. And he's definitely got some skills. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty intrigued in this fight because... When it comes to Arnold Allen, he is 9-0 in the UFC. Uh, he's fought a couple big names. His last win was against Dan Hooker. That was a good one. Uh, punches and elbows, TKO. Not bad. Uh, it was a great fight. I remember that one. They, I remember thinking, Arnold Allen hasn't fought in like a year. And then he comes in and beats Dan Hooker like that. It's pretty crazy. But this is his thing. He fights like once a year. He, he fought twice in 2019. But since he started his career in the UFC, at least, he fought once in 2015, once in 2016, once in 2017, 18, twice in 19, once in 20, once in 21. So this is going to make his second fight in 2022. So he's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've heard him talk about it. He just says that it just doesn't align for him. Kind of weird. He's, it sounds like he's always training, but... He's fought people like Nick Lentz, Sadiq Youssef, I don't know, in the UFC. So, Makwan Mirakani, those are pretty big names, pretty big wins. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping for a good main event here. Again, I'm not going to be watching it live, but I'll definitely watch it the next day. And, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be a good one. Uh, more distractions. It's like... My phone's going off like crazy. I should just turn my phone off when I'm doing this. But, you know, I don't like to turn it off because things could be happening with work, happening outside my room here that I don't know about because I got these headphones on, playing some good music, talking, talking, and talking. But 
I like to, I'll, I'll keep it loose when I'm by myself here because, you know, when I have a guest, I don't want to do be messing up like this or I don't want to be, you know, getting off topic too much because when you have a guest, you know, you kind of want to keep it in line and keep it on a level. And, you know, I think it helps keep me there. So, uh, a little rusty being by myself, I guess. <laughs> but these technical problems are ridiculous. Like, I don't know what's been going on lately. When I'm doing my other podcasts and stuff, I've had a few issues here and there too. Kind of sucks. Because, you know, you kind of rely on being able to just start things up and get going. And then you have these problems. But, you know, I could just stop things and start over. But I, I hate doing that. You know, I'm already on a roll. I'm going to keep going. And, you know, it is what it is. A little bit of extra entertainment watching me struggle. <laughs> um, I, I'll at least laugh at myself. I'm That's all I can do. There's one... Um, so let's see, we went over boxing, we got UFC, and there is another event going on this weekend, and that's going to be Bellator. Uh, this is not a very big card. It is one of those cards where it doesn't have a lot of big names that you might know. Um, Piccolotti versus... I, I, I'm already screwing up all day today, so I'm not even going to try to say his name. Bart Barnow? Or I, I don't know how to say his name. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know these guys very well. Um, I've heard of Piccolotti. Uh, it's a lightweight fight. Nothing crazy here, but it's Bellator. Another MMA event. Um, surprised they actually tell you any information on this flyer here. Because <laughs> I'm always talking shit about that. Because Bellator is one of the worst. Like you've heard me say before. But there is another notable fight on this card, which is Leon Edwards' brother, Fabian Edwards. Leon Edwards, as you know, is a champ in the UFC right now. He just beat Kamaru Usman. So his brother fights for Bellator. His name's Fabian Edwards, and he is fighting Charlie Ward, who is a pretty good opponent for him. Um, Charlie Ward, I've I've seen a couple of his fights. He's a pretty good fighter, but Fabian Edwards has that uh i don't know he's got that bloodline right now that's hot um and he's been pretty decent in his uh in his previous fights so i'm thinking he's gonna be trying to go out and you know prove that uh he's got that edwards edwards last name for a reason so we'll see what happens with that uh bellator is on as well i'm sure most people are going to be watching the ufc fights or they're going to be watching Silva versus Jake Paul. Take your pick. They're, uh, I think between the UFC fight and seeing what happens with Jake Paul and Anderson Silva are going to be at the top of my list to be looking out for. The Bellator fights, I'll, I'll look and see what happens with uh, Fabian Edwards. But yeah, that about wraps it up for that. Um, those are the big events going on this weekend. Let's see, we got a couple other things. Let's see. Oh, there's something else interesting going on that I just heard about the other day. Uh, Ryzen, which is another MMA promotion similar to one, but more along the lines of like old school Pride stuff. If you remember Pride or if you know about it. Um, it's a, it's a, I think it's based out of Japan. But they have 
this is the organization if you've heard or if you saw Mayweather fighting somebody that has a name that you can't pronounce. <laughs> um this is the organization that happened in Ryzen. So they have like it's kind of like one where they have uh boxing matches, they have like kick I think they have kickboxing and they have mostly MMA though. It's mostly based on MMA. So but it's Ryzen versus Bellator for uh, for the New Year's Eve card, which is pretty interesting. You know, cross promotion, like legit cross promotion. You know, one organization versus the other. It's being put in the forefront. So, I mean, I think that's pretty that's pretty interesting. Uh, it sounds like the fights they're matching up or lining up for this event sound pretty good. Sounds like they're gonna have like. The best of the best against each other, so that's that's pretty dope. I I mean I'd be interested to see how that goes. Um, being New Year's Eve though, probably just have to look out for those uh for those updates or whatnot. But I'll be I'll be excited to see how they put this together, how it works out, and maybe if they do it correctly, if they do it correctly, it might be something that happens in the future with other organizations. It'd be nice to see the UFC do some cross promotion with other organizations because UFC's held up to be the best organization out there and they have the best fighters from what they claim. You know, uh it's a toss up. I but they have the most no, well-known fighters, the most notable fighters. And you know, their skills are above and beyond a lot of other fighters that I guess they have more elite fighters than any other organization. I'll say that for sure. So, but the UFC is not big on cross promotion. You know, they did a trade before with one championship um, as far as uh, Demetrius Johnson and Ben Askren. They did the trade there. That's something that never happened before. Oh, thought I was going to sneeze. But, uh, it's it's also sounding like speaking of trades, I heard, I saw something earlier. It was talking about uh can't remember the name. What was the name? I don't remember. Somebody from another organization was putting out there that maybe Peter uh Peter Yan wanted to be or maybe the UFC would trade Peter Yan for him. Because Peter Yan has been saying that he's not sure he wants to stay in the UFC after losing that fight against O'Malley because of the fact that, you know, O'Malley just edged out that win and everyone's calling it a robbery for Yan, saying that Yan should have won and whatnot. But, uh, so yeah, I guess somebody, uh, DC said he heard him saying, you know, maybe he doesn't need to be in the UFC anymore if this is the way things are going to go down. I don't blame him a bit, you know, because he had... So it was a controversial win for Eljamain Sterling against Jan the last time he was out. And then, you know, it was Peter Jan's fault, but he had that illegal knee, so he lost his belt by being disqualified for the illegal knee. Now, that's on him. You know, uh, there was a lot going around about that. A lot of controversy. Uh, cro controversy. Struggling today, guys. Um, 
But uh, there's controversy over that because, you know, people are saying even his corner was screaming at him not to not to knee him that he was on the ground. Multiple people said that that it was a down fighter and he still went for the knee, landed it flush. And, you know, that's how he lost his belt. And then the second fight was a close one. Um, a lot of people say that Aljamain won for sure, without a doubt. But it was close and it was close enough for a lot of people to also say that Peter Young got robbed. Just like this O'Malley fight, too. But, man, it is what it is. Like, that's just, he's he's 0-3 in his last three fights. And if he wasn't coming off of being the champ and that they still didn't have maybe some, uh, if they still didn't have kind of confidence in him as a fighter, I think that he might get cut. At this point, if he wasn't the champ when he started this uh, losing streak, I think he might have been cut by now. So it's tough, man. Uh, usually three fight losing streak and you're out. Like that's how it happens with a lot of fighters. Unless you're well known, well loved and bring in a lot of eyes. So uh, we'll see what happens with Jan because, I mean, it sounded pretty serious. But I've only heard it from one source and that was DC. DC likes to some stuff sometimes without thinking <laughs> so that's how that goes um but anyway that was just on the trade talk i gotta remember who that was that was saying that they would take the trade might have been a bellator fighter um but you know bellator does the same thing they their fighters will come over and fight in the ufc once their contracts are up and ufc fighters will wind up at bellator you know they interchange that way, but it's never like a straight up chain uh trade except for the one that's happened. And then uh there's never any cross promotion, you know, like, hey, let's let's get our two lightweight champions because we have two crazy divisions and let's fight them out and see who's the best or something like that. They haven't done anything like that as far as the UFC is concerned. But you know, maybe this Ryzen versus Bellator thing is to kick off to something like that. Um but both of those promotions do not have the best record with promoting fights. Like I always say about Bellator, it's always hard to know when they're fighting or when their fights are happening, where to watch, all the good information that you need. They're not great at it. So, like, and Ryzen, I mean, a lot of you out there that are not like deep into MMA might not even know what Ryzen is. So, that's tough too. But if the fight's going to happen, Ryzen versus Bellator, kind of an interesting thing they did when they when they uh, announced all of it. They they had um, Saki Barra, Saki Gabara, and Scott Coker. I don't know. Saki Gabara is the Ryzen um, president for the organization, and Scott Coker is for the Bellator organization. They had them face off, <laughs> like if they were fighting. Kind of awkward because Scott Coker's not that type of guy. Like, if you face off Dana White with somebody, it might be a little intense. But uh, Scott Coker's not that guy at all. So it looked a little awkward. But, you know, it was cool. They tried to, to do something there. Um, but if they get all these fights together and it, and it pulls through, it, it could be an exciting card. So, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens with that and get the news on it closer to that time.
There's a, a couple of other boxing fights going on this weekend. Uh, if you're big into boxing, you'll know uh, Lomachenko is fighting um, Jermaine Ortiz. I can't say Lomachenko's first name. I always, Vasil Lomachenko, I think. Yeah. Anyway, Lomachenko's a badass from what I've seen and heard. I don't follow boxing a lot, but I've heard a lot about Lomachenko. He's got great footwork, quick hands, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of, I've heard more about his background than I've seen his actual fights, but uh, I hear he's a badass. I'm not, I'm not big on boxing, like I said, so I don't know uh, Ortiz very well, but yeah, that's another big boxing match going on this weekend. Um, Katie Taylor, who is a pretty big name right now, um, she fought Amanda Serrano last, uh, that was a pretty big fight on the last Jake Paul card. Um, I guess they were supposed to rematch, and then it didn't happen because it was supposed to be on the card that uh, Asim Rockman dropped out of with Jake Paul. So the the uh, I think Amanda yeah Amanda Serrano won that first fight. So I guess uh, Katie Taylor's been looking for that rematch, but they haven't set it up. So. Not sure if that'll happen, but Katie Taylor's a pretty decent fighter from what I understand. I haven't actually watched any of her fights, but she's pretty big. She's a pretty big name in women's boxing. Um, Ariel Helwani was interviewing her. I think it was yeah, it was Helwani. And um, you know, he brought up possibly because Holly Holm is an ex, you know, boxing champ that came to the UFC to fight MMA. So if uh I guess her contract's um, about to be up soon. I think she has like two fights left. So if she becomes a free agent and doesn't re-sign with the UFC, because she's been kind of off for a while. She hasn't had a fight in a while, and she's kind of in between um, weight classes too because she's been way off as far as wins go, um, back and forth, very inconsistent, a lot of losses. So. Not bad losses, you know, she's not losing like Ronda lost to her head kick knockouts and stuff, but she's definitely been losing. Um, So who knows if uh, that might be a matchup that happens down the line. Katie Taylor seems like she's pretty interested in that. Um, Anyway, Katie Taylor is fighting Karen Karabahal. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not too big, again, on boxing, so I don't know her very well. Um, I looked at a few highlights earlier. She, she looks like a pretty damn good boxer. So hopefully that's a good fight. If you're into boxing, you know, there's a couple things going on this weekend, as well as that Jake Paul versus uh, Anderson Silva fight. So, yeah, that's uh, that's about it for the big news this week. Um, oh, the one thing I did forget that I wanted to touch on too, and I'm kind of glad I left this for last because this is something that it's it's a bit off. Um, let's see. Oh, as far as Paul versus Silva goes, there's a couple things. So one of them, what I was talking about has to do with this, but I'll save that for last. Uh, one of them is Chris Avila is fighting a doctor. Now, Chris Avila is a guy that's out of the Nate and Nick Diaz camp. So, uh, this fight's happening in Phoenix. So I'm kind of sad that I'm not there. I should have been there. Um, poor planning. And a lot going on this month, I guess. So, yeah, there's some other fights going on next weekend as well in Phoenix that I kind of wanted to go to. 
Freedom Fight League or something like that. It's a uh, Frank Mir, Dan, uh, Henderson, uh, Randy Couture. They're promoting it. I'm not sure how much. I think Frank Mir actually has big involvement in this organization. Uh, but they've been promoting it big time. And actually, a local Tucson guy is going to be fighting in that. Uh, Anthony Burchek, which, um. You know, apparently this might be his uh, retirement fight from MMA. He fought in the UFC for a while. Some pretty big wins. Um, and then I know he fought in Ryzen before as well. And I can't remember what other organizations he fought in as far as uh, notables. Anyway, uh, he's fighting in that as well. So I was kind of thinking about going up there and checking it out. But I'm already going up to phoenix next week for a comedy show that i planned a while back before i knew about these fights and the fights are happening the night before i don't think i'm gonna be able to make it a full weekend of being up in phoenix so probably just go for the uh for the comedy show i already had booked out it is what it is um i don't get to a lot of uh events in person i've been to a bunch of you know i wouldn't say a bunch but i've been to some ufc fights I've been to some regional fights as well, stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't think there's anything like, uh, I mean, there's nothing like seeing it live. But, you know, you get a lot more when you see it, watch it on TV and stuff, because it's very hard to see in the cage, especially if your seats are far away. The atmosphere is great. But um, if you get a chance to meet fighters and stuff, that's awesome, too. So I'm just one of those people that likes to see everything that's happening. So watching it on TV is a lot more beneficial for me. But I will get out to any events that I can make. Um, I wish I would have planned this better this week. I would have gone. I would have tried to go to that Silva uh, Paul fight, um, just because I know there's a lot of big names uh, that are going to be out there, along with GSP apparently is co-hosting um, for the broadcast. I think so. That's pretty interesting. I don't know how they pulled that one off, but. GSP is going to be there, and you'll be seeing and hearing from him throughout that uh, event. So that was something else I wanted to touch on because I just heard of that today. Uh, so, yeah, that's interesting. The other thing I wanted to touch on was Uriah Hall. He is fighting Le'Veon Bell on this Jake Paul Anderson Silva card. So Le'Veon Bell... Le'Veon Bell, however you say it. I've heard it both ways. Not sure which way is the right way. I've never heard him say it, so I'm not sure. I think it's Le'Veon Bell. Anyway, Le'Veon Bell fought Adrian Peterson in a boxing match a little while back. And uh, Peterson looked real stiff. Didn't look like a very good boxer. I mean, he was okay. Of course, he's athletic as hell, being an ex-NFL football player. And uh, so is Le'Veon Bell, but Le'Veon Bell seems like he's taking boxing pretty seriously. And, you know, he's got some potential, but he's fighting Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall just retired from MMA, like, not even a year ago. Yeah, I think, and I don't, I don't think, I'm trying to remember how many months ago it might have been. Anyway, it was like a year, like less than a year ago. So, uh, and uh, yeah, now he's fighting in boxing. He jumped on this card, you know. Him and uh, Anderson Silva have actually fought against each other before Uriah Hall got that win. It was a decision, but it was it was an okay fight. I thought it'd be better 
too much respect going on throughout the whole thing. So that never makes for a great fight. But it was, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Uriah Hall, speaking of him retiring, so he was in an interview after uh, the workouts today, and he was just talking about how, I guess he had he, he dove into a deep depression after retiring from MMA. Not exactly sure what his reasoning for was for uh, for retiring. I just feel like maybe he didn't have, I don't know, maybe he didn't have the love for it anymore, the motivation. I'm not sure. But I guess he fell into a pretty deep depression right away. And uh, he even talked about, like, the fact that he he would look at his, his gun and wonder if maybe he should just, you know, and and all the suffering and all the all the bad feelings take the easy way out it's what he said and uh he said he had to do a lot of digging and a lot of you know fighting to get himself out of that situation and he said taking this fight was one of the things that you know he needed to do because he's used to being in the gym all the time you know being a fighter is what what made him so he didn't know what to do like after he retired and like I said, I'm not exactly sure why he retired. I don't remember his reasoning. I don't think it was very clear. I just think his career wasn't going the way he wanted it to. And, you know, he was being inconsistent. He started off with a bang as far as being in the UFC. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, won the Ultimate Fighter. One of his, I think his first fight in the Ultimate Fighter. He did a, this crazy spinning uh, wheel kick and just slept the dude out cold. It was nasty. And then, you know, Dana right away was like, I think this is the next Anderson Silva. And I think that put a lot of pressure on Uriah Hall. He's one of those guys that feels really bad when he does, you know, like he he felt really bad for knocking that guy out like he did. So he didn't really have that, like, beast mentality that a lot of these guys have, even if it's not all the time. They have it during the fight, after the fight, and then they let it go. But he's just always been... Kind of the guy that feels too much, I guess. And it's not a bad thing. It's just that, you know, when it comes to fighting, it doesn't seem to be the best route to take. So, but, you know, that's how, that's the kind of person he is. And sometimes you just can't do anything else but be the person that you are. So, I like the dude. He's great. Um, Me and my wife have always liked watching him uh, fight, especially, you know, in his early days and whatnot. Um. So he's a favorite in this house, and I'd like to see him uh, get that win against Le'Veon Bell and maybe, you know, have a few more good fights in boxing, keep his career going a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it was sad to hear him say that he was down and out that bad. Uh, hopefully he finds something that makes him happy or, you know, maybe just gets back into fighting a little more. Um, either way, uh, hopefully... He is able to find something that makes him feel better and gets out of those bad, dark times. So I just want to talk about that one for a minute because, you know, sometimes you don't realize what some of these guys go through. And uh, to see a good guy like that um, talking that way and feeling that way sucks. So anyway, um, yeah, that's about it for now. Um, you know, Decent big stuff going on this weekend. I think everybody's probably more hyped than anything about the Anderson Silva-Jake Paul fight. Um, I'm pretty excited for that one. We'll see how it goes. Uh, 
I don't know that I would bet on that fight because that seems a little crazy. Um, you never know. <laughs> Jake Paul's been pulling some crazy wins out of his bag, and Anderson is questionable with his chin, but he has a lot of skill, and to see what he did against Tito Ortiz and to see what he did against uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. especially, to see how he handled that fight and how he won that fight, I'm I'm thinking Anderson's going to put the work on Jake. Um, as long as he doesn't keep his hands down and fuck around, and uh, and he doesn't just put his chin out there without any defense, I think he'll be okay, and I think he'll come out with the win. But I wouldn't put any money on it. Too crazy. Too much of a wild card fight. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that about wraps it up. Um, I appreciate everybody bearing with me while I have lots and lots of trouble here. <laughs> uh, but I'll always be... You know, it's it's, it's going to be obvious that I was distracted and, you know, from the jump right away problems. So, okay, just work through it. Uh, and it's going to, like I said, it's going to be obvious I was distracted. I'm going to sit here and play it off like I wasn't um, a little off my game today. I was excited to do this podcast tonight, too. Um, not that it diminishes that too much but it does suck to have problems and not be able to come out and just have a nice smooth podcast and feel really good about it like last week's was great last week's turned out great um and that's a lot to do with Patrick being a good uh a good guest and being able to you know go back and forth with him so that's all right next week I'll have another one and it'll be just me and I'll work out all the kinks and it'll be all right maybe I'll have even more new stuff to check out. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited for more things to come. Um, I'm always excited to do the podcast. And uh, hopefully you guys like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you know when I go live, when I actually go live, or when there's a, when there's a new episode out. Just keeps you informed. And, uh, you know, give the video a like. Uh, like I said, I struggle sometimes, but I'm here. Trying to get better all the time. Uh, so if you give the video a like and you subscribe, that helps me out. You know, maybe gets it out there to more people to see. Shows that people like my stuff. And uh, yeah, helps me keep it going. Um, this is all just for fun right now, you know. It goes where it goes. If it doesn't go anywhere, no big deal. Um, this is more just for me because I'm passionate about all this. and I, And I keep saying that for anybody that's new here and, you know, this is just what I do. I'm going to continue to get better, make graphics better. I haven't done it yet with some of these, but don't forget to follow me at Going Rounds Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Going Rounds Pod on Twitter. And oh, yeah, there's some more news. I actually made a TikTok, which I've been against for a long time, <laughs> but I did it for the podcast. So I've only put one post out there. Uh, it's been a busy few days. Um, I just made it the other day, going rounds podcast again. You can find me that way. So uh, I'll make a graphic here soon, just to remind you. And you know, go check it out. Give it a like. Give it a follow. See if you like my video. I'll put some more up soon. Maybe I'll make a couple this weekend. Hey, I have some bloopers to go off of this on this one. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll clip some of this out again. And uh, that's kind of what my first one's about. Um, because I start rambling during this time, especially, um, and poor Patrick's sitting there like, uh, uh, 
is this ever going to be done? It's hilarious. I thought it was funny. So hopefully you do too. Go check it out on TikTok. And uh, yeah, if you want to listen um, only to the podcast without having to watch the video, check me out on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get podcasts. Um, the videos on Spotify as well. So if you don't want to keep it up on YouTube, go check it out on Spotify. You know, give it a like or comment or something on any of these. Rate it. I don't care. Um, but I will care if you do do it. And I'll care in a good way. And I'll say thank you. <laughs> so anyway, also, you can catch me on the final episode, which we do on Sundays. Um, the Rumble, which I do on Wednesdays, it's a, an offshoot of the final episode. It's actually a combination podcast with the final episode and the other podcast I'm now doing, which is Enough to be Dangerous. Enough to be Dangerous is uh, on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. on Twitch. So if you're uh, somebody that has a Twitch account or you want to get one and check it out, I'm on a podcast called Enough to be Dangerous. So right now, there's uh, five of us. Um, not very chaotic, surprisingly. Uh, we talk over each other a little bit here and there, but it's a pretty fun podcast that, uh, yeah, that we do on Tuesdays on Twitch. The Rumble is on Wednesdays on YouTube at 7 p.m. as well. That's a mashup of the final episode and enough to be dangerous. So pretty much there's five of us there too. So... <laughs> um, we just get into different topics. Enough to be dangerous is a lot about, you know, movies and TV shows and stuff like that. We talk about maybe more pop culture type things. Um, the final episode is where I got my start at, on podcasting. Uh, there's usually just three of us, sometimes four. If Crystal, should, you know, pops in. But uh, yeah, final episode, just a loose kind of mess around podcast that we do. Everything from tutorials to troubleshooting to just talking shit. The Rumble has been getting kind of controversial here and there. <laughs> we just talk about big topics. It's a, It gets a little more on the serious side, but we still mess around and have fun. We call it the Rumble because it's, you know, like I said, a mashup of both um, podcasts. And we, you know, get a little looser on there. So check them out. Uh, final episode in the Rumble are on... YouTube enough to be dangerous is on Twitch all at 7 p.m. just like this one when I go live and I'm not being a dumbass. There we go. All my plugs are in. <laughs> so shout out to all those guys um for letting me jump in on their podcast. I was asked to be on enough to be dangerous, which is pretty badass. I was usually just trolling around in the comment section because I like to watch other podcasts and kind of learn from them, see how it goes. And these guys, I know, you know, two of them are from the po other podcasts I do already. So, yeah, it's a good way to meet new people, you know, talk to people, have a good time, get better at podcasting. You wouldn't think I am, though, considering I keep making these stupid mistakes. But it's all good. I enjoy doing this, and I hope you like watching it, too. So thanks again for being with me. Thanks again for checking this out. Hopefully, you can get through it with all of my bloopers and blunders and bullshit. Anyway, thanks again. Take it easy. Peace.